You are now entering the mind of one of rock's greatest musicians, a former singer of Styx. The exclusive podcast, Come Sail Away, with Dennis DeYoung. I don't know why, but when I was 10, 11 years old, I used to have these advertisements for travel in the Sunday edition of the paper, and I fantasized <clears throat> about coming to Florida on vacation with my parents to the castaways. And I don't know why. It's odd. Um, maybe because we always went to Bass Lake, Indiana, where the, the whole lake, you could walk across it. Um, but it's weird. I, you know, I'm down here now a little bit from time to time, quite a bit, as a matter of fact. Uh, and I really like it down here. I, I think I see, I see myself as the, uh, at this point, <clears throat> and maybe also, always inside as the, uh, as the anti-rock star, like your uncle and your auntie. Um, in that, at this point, I am who I am. You like me? I'm happy. You don't like me? Well, stay away. It's okay. Right? And, um, and the thing is, I always felt <clears throat> that when my music was good, it was because I, 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 I got the honesty right. Whatever it was I was feeling or thinking, I got it done musically. And, you know, I didn't really try to be something other than who and what, what I was. Um, I didn't change my name. They don't, you know, I'm not Sting. I love Sting. You know, I know him. But I'm, I'm just Dennis. I'm the guy with the accordion. In my own mind, that's all I really am. And so um, no one's ever asked, you know, I, I can't think of a question that people would go. I, what I'm trying to say is I'm honest and revealing about who I am. Am I not? This is who I am, and I think I've been it. When I told you in 77, you didn't pay attention. You kids in your tight blue jeans and T-shirts. Don't be fooled by the... I said it, but it was me. I was saying, we're you, but we got up here on the stage somehow, and we have good light on us. That's it, but we can write these songs. Look, if, if I was the best, <clears throat> if I was one of the best school teachers, because I taught for three years, if I was... And you read about me in the paper. Oh, teachers, just I see this all the time. Uh, Teacher of the Year Award, right? Oh, Kim Kardashian. This is human nature. So if you're one of the great teachers of, of all time, you're not going to be as famous, rich, or successful as Dennis DeYoung, the rock star. Is that right? I, I, I don't know. I Probably not. Although, really, I've been thinking about this recently, not to denigrate what I do, because I think what I do is... <clears throat> I make people forget for a very brief, short time what they don't want to think about. And sometimes, I'm, if I'm good enough and lucky enough, I enlighten them and make them think that there's somebody else, musically, that feels the way they do. And that's what I do. And you know what? Maybe that is important. Maybe it's more important than I've given it credit for. Uh, because you'd like to cure cancer. Or, you know, or teach young people to be decent human beings. These are noble goals. But me? Come on, everyone. Two, three, four. I thought I was smart, but not this smart. Think about it. Human beings 
better understand, you know, we just had an election. I'm not going to go down that path because half of you will kill me. I wasn't for either of them. That's all I can say. That's, the, the, we don't have to discuss any further than that. I said, okay, what's C? That's A, that's B, no C. So check this out. We've got to make a bargain with the machines we create. We have to because these politicians are feeding you about China or India, which all play a part. It's technology that's taking things away. It's taking jobs away. I wrote Roboto because I was watching this PBS special. <clears throat> and there was, it's 1982, this giant uh, warehouse with all these machines. <laughs> you know, things are flying. And there's one guy in there. <clears throat> and they're talking about technology in terms of, like, assembly lines for Ford Motor Company in those days. There's one guy in there, and he goes to the door, <laughs> he opens the door, he reaches back in, shuts the lights out, goes out the door, and this, the camera stays on, the black picture, and you hear, machines keep going, and the lights are out. They don't need lights. That's us. Hear what I'm saying? That's you, and that's me. And technology is, can be, Absolutely phenomenal. But on the way to getting to where we want to go, people are going to be hurt. Lots of them. And we have to make a bargain. Don't you think? Yeah. I don't know how it comes to... I mean, why didn't a politician say this to us? Okay. You know? You remember all these manufacturing... All these... Yeah, the Chinese got some. And the Indians and everybody else and the Vietnamese. But uh, if you read the statistics... It's really technology that's killing everything in terms of those kinds of jobs. And listen, my dad, he was a printer. His, his hands were permanently, his fingers were permanently stained blue because he worked in hazel blue dye <clears throat> his whole life, carried a lunchbox. That's where I grew up. If my dad, if I was, right now, I'm 13, and my dad's working, he hasn't got a job. And he raised the family and we never felt we didn't have enough, really. We weren't rich by any standards, but those jobs that gave men and families dignity and a reason to stay together, they left. And technology had a lot to do with it. Enlightening? Perhaps. Entertaining? Always. Thanks for listening to the podcast, Come Sail Away with Dennis DeYoung. Get the next new episode Friday morning at 7 a.m. on this website.